right, guys, welcome to our weekly Zoom call, Driving Lives Community Zoom call. Um, anywho, I just got back in town from, from LA, so we're going to chat a little bit about that today. We're going to talk about you know, what I personally did setting myself up for success diet-wise going into this trip, what did I do during the trip, and what am I doing now that I'm back out of this trip. Obviously, you know, end of springtime right now, heading into summertime, lots of people on, uh, you know, long vacations, short vacations, beach trips, um, you know, different, different just festivities, you know, 4th of July, we just have Memorial Day weekend, all that good stuff. So different ways to kind of tread water throughout those different times. Um, there's, you know, ways to enjoy it, ways to moderate it, all that good stuff. So we'll kind of talk about, you know, my, my thoughts kind of going into it. Um, but really outside of that though, um, I think let's just get rocking and rolling. But, you know, before I dive into it, Dexter, Krista, Soli, Brad, my friends that are on here right now, you guys have anything sticking out to you that's more pertinent, more, more urgent matters you guys want to talk about real quick? Now I'll dive in. All right. Uh, something I, I, so, so I, my last day of teaching was on Thursday. And so something that I have, um, I've done for the past seven years is I always write down in my, my notes, like different things I want to do for TLF, different uh, improvements I'm going to make, different changes I want to make. And then ultimately whatever I can get done during my, thanks Brad, um, whatever I can get done during, you know, my summer breaks, which I've always taught summer school as well. So I give myself like six weeks to make business changes. And then I have, you know, two or three weeks for winter break and then one week for spring break. So really in terms of business changes, extra things I've done has mainly come during those, those couple little windows. So I'm, I'm um, you know, I feel like I've done a, a don't want to pat myself on the back too much, but I think I've done a, a pretty damn well, pretty, pretty damn good job the past seven or so years of, of making adjustments and always providing a, a good a good uh, amount of great service. Um, and I'm excited that if I could do that with a full-time job during all that amount of time and managing all that I was managing, I'm just excited to see what I can do and, and how much more I can, I can pour into you guys as, as my clients and as my community. So um, th thanks for being a part of it when I was at what I like to think would be my worst and you're, you're here for what's going to be the best to come for TLF. So I'm very, very looking forward to that. Uh, but anyway, so let's go to dive on into it. So um, a little backstory on this trip. It was with um, um, one of my best friends. We went out to to L.A. Um, he has a, his grandparents have a house out in Linwood, which is a, a suburb of L.A. It's over by Inglewood, kind of near. Uh, I think it's near Compton as well. But anyway, good spot to go to. His grandparents don't live there, but his uncles do, and so we had access to a car, access to a house. So that was super nice. Uh, my buddy had also left his full time job, his nine to five, last fall. And started his own company, which uh, so we we both kind of said, you know, with me leaving teaching with him having left then is that we this is going to be kind of a retirement trip for us. Um, so we set some goals. We both hit our goals and we said, all right, let's plan this trip. Um, so, you know, leading into this and I'll, I'll, I'll screw back a little bit because the way I look at uh, my own diet and the way I like to visualize all of your guys' diets and the approaches we're going to take are much a long term approach. You know, I'm not just looking at what what do we want to do the next eight weeks. I want to know. You know, first off, what have we been doing the past six months or the past year or for some people, the past couple of decades, depending on what their lifestyles always look like. Um, but so and then we move forward. So we see this from a much bigger scope and then we narrow it into our daily action. So, you know, kind of what um, what I'm doing here is that the, the scope of what I've done, obviously, you know, if you were here in the fall, which all four of you guys were, um, we had um, I had a competition. So I did a seven or eight week cut for a competition. 
Um, did decent, could have done better, but regardless, um, got really lean for it though. Looked great. One of my best looks to date. And so that was in like September. So then I reverse dieted. So I was at on stage around like 157, 158, I believe, um, having cut down from like 170, 175. And so I reversed that. I gradually added food back in. I think the lowest my calories ever got, you know, by by my peak week, the show day week was maybe like two two thousand calories. We'll just say that number as a, as an easy number to toss out there. And then I gradually reverse dieted. I maintained that weight because I went to uh, Vegas for the Olympia as part of what I did with Underestimated, the apparel company that I work with. Um, and so I wanted to stay lean going into that. So I reverse dieted. I maintained my weight around the 160 to 164 mark uh, for about four or five months there post uh, post post competition. And then once um, New Year hit, and um, I got back from Vegas and all that good stuff. I said, okay, I'm going to start doing this lean bulk. So I went from about 165 to about 175. Uh, I've been doing this in a very gradual manner of this bulk. So I've added a little bit of body fat, which is normal and it's supposed to happen. And honestly, it's the best thing for my hormones, for my thyroid, for my metabolism to allow my, my body to gain a little bit of fat back um, as I've gotten my calories up. So like I said, if I was at 2000 calories back in September for the show, I probably got up to, I don't know, about 33,000 and maybe like 3,300 um, calories before the new year hit. Now, since new year, I've maintained, uh, I I've generally have about five low days and two high days. My low days are around 3,500 calories, and now they're about 400 grams of carbs. My high days are around 500 grams of carbs, and they're closer to about 4,000 calories. Um, so that's what I did leading into this. Um, into this trip. Now that wasn't for this trip, but that's just kind of a little bit of a backstory with it. Now here's, here's one of the perks with it. Um, and I actually saw another coach kind of talk about this on social media the other day. And it's what I was kind of preach. You know, I, I like to think of our, our body in terms of like finances, everybody understands money to an extent. So it's always a good kind of analogy with it. Um, and reverse dieting is like me building up my bank account so that I can do whatever the fuck I want to do. Um, reverse dieting is building up your bank account or your, your metabolic, um, capacity to intake more calories without you gaining body fat. So that is the perk of a, of a, of a reverse that we've done many different zoom talks on. I've had individual conversations with all of you guys on here, along with a lot of other clients on here. Um, and so essentially, you know, comparing it to if you've got a small bank account, I have a big bank account, the things we can do are different. If we look at that in terms of food, if you are used to 1,500 calories and I'm used to 4,000 calories, I can take a much bigger damaging weekend without it being a negative effect for me. So what I'll, versus if you're at 1,500 calories and you go have the kind of weekend I just had, you would probably come back 10 pounds heavier. But because my my metabolism is used to all that that uh, surplus of food, because um, my metabolism is used to it, I don't take that big of a hit. Now, some of that is genetics, and I am very thankful for the, for my genetics with it. But again, a lot of that is because of the careful work I put into my metabolism, what goes in my body, and overall my consistency throughout the entire year, um, controlling all the days that I can control. And when you look at it as, as a full year, um, shit, even if you just eliminate Sundays, because Sundays are usually my more relaxed day where things are a little bit more off than usual, I'm still at 300 and, and some days of the year that I can control. That allows me to go do a trip like I just did. So ultimately, we actually ate less food out than I normally would. I probably had less calories than I normally would on a daily basis. So I actually came back after eating lots of shit, not saying no to anything I, I 
I wanted. I ate what I wanted to, I drank what I wanted to, and I came back two and a half pounds lighter, actually. I weighed 172 today, and I left around 174, 175. Um, so that's kind of what nutrition looked like. So when I went there, because of that, that the metabolic capacity I've given myself through reverse dieting, I was able to go there and not have to restrict myself um, and could, could kind of what eat, you know, eat whatever I really wanted to eat. I didn't drink a whole lot cause I don't like drinking a whole lot, but, uh, I will say Saturday night I had, um, a crazy amount of tequila, which I usually want to brag about. It was, a uh, and for, for me, it's an ungodly amount. And, uh, I spent the entire Sunday in bed until 5 PM. So I wasted a whole day vacation because of it. But, uh, I also drink like that once, maybe twice a year. So it was well worth it for me. Um, to do that. But, um, but essentially though, it's, it's nice to be able to go on vacation for me. And the the reason why I was able to go and have that fun is because of what I did leading up to it, because my consistency leading up to that. Um, Now, if I had been cutting into that and I was at 2000 calories or 2,500 calories, then that hit would have been a little bit worse on me. Um, You know, my, my, not just females, but I have a lot of females that come to me and they are used to eating 12, 100 calories a day and feel like that's all they can eat. If they eat any more, they're going to gain weight. Well, guess what? 1,200 calories on vacation is like one meal. And majority of people are going to have at least two meals a day. And a lot of people, alcohol is, is part of what they do on vacation. So you're easily going to surpass your your normal capacity in terms of calories. And you're going to gain weight pretty quick with that. Um, you know, even if you didn't go on vacation, you have Memorial Day. Some people really, really indulge on the entire weekend. Some people just indulge on one day. Um, so the most important thing for me at this point, even though I didn't gain a lot of weight back, if anything, I under ate on protein and just overall calories. So my biggest fear when I'm trying to gain size and gain weight, um, good weight, of course, is when you're under eating, you're working against what your goals are. So my biggest thing right now is to get back on track as fast as possible and get my metabolism or my body back used to eating that 4,000 or so calories a day, which is um, in its own right, for, for some people, at least for myself, is sometimes even more difficult than it is to, to cut and restrict calories. Um, so that's kind of where I'm at right now. Usually I would have gotten a hundred percent back on track today. Um, I had a, a networking group that I went to for the first time this morning though. And then I had like six or seven calls just back to back, back this afternoon. So I have actually under eight today. And that's, that's honestly never really liked me. I've had I had a protein shake this morning and I had six eggs and four pieces of toast for lunch. And that's all I've ate and it's seven o'clock. So I got to go smash some food after this. I'm not going to hit anywhere near my calories, but I did uh, pressure cook my chicken today. I, um, I actually had some frozen chicken as well that I thawed out. I made my rice today as well. Um, and tomorrow afternoon, I'm going to swing by Sam's Club and grab whatever else I need to get ready to to rock and roll with this stuff. But um Really, the biggest key with this, you know, I is, is get back on track as fast as you, as fast as you can. I think the majority of people here um, in TLF, we are actively cutting. So when you go on a trip like this, you might come back a couple pounds up. You might come back 10 pounds up. It might come back two pounds less than, than you were when you left. But regardless, whatever you were, the most important thing you could do is lock back in. And, you know, if you I was gone for five or six days, the last thing I want to do is let that snowball for another four or five days, especially if we're trying to cut, we definitely don't want to let that snowball because, you know, five days turning into 10 days of, of fuckery and eating whatever you want and do whatever you want. Um, it's gonna be very, very detrimental, especially if we're, you know, we've been in a, in, in a deficit for a while and things of that nature. 
Um, but even if you did let that snowball for another week, the most important thing is, is that you, you sure shit don't let it roll into the very next week. Um, and is to get back on track as soon as uh, humanly possible for yourself. Um, and that's really one of the hardest things for a lot of people to do or people want to overcorrect. You know, you come back from vacation, you come back from a Memorial Day or maybe just a, a shitty Sunday. And then you think, well, even though I'm not supposed to be doing much more than 20 or 30 minutes of cardio a day, I'm going to go kill it for an hour. I'm going to go do two workouts a day. I'm going to completely eliminate all carbs and fats from my diet or just completely miss, miss out on meals because I'm trying to overcorrect for whatever I did. We don't want to overcorrect. Uh, that's a that's a horrible cycle to get into. It's it's not a healthy mindset at all either. It's not balance. It's not moderation. You're just going from one extreme to the next. And extremes are why we gain so much weight. Extremes are why you know we um, whatever we're doing is not sustainable. Um, I just had a buddy. I'm not going to mention who he is. He's actually a, a client of, of Thrive Lives. He's fallen off, and um, his work has kept him really busy. And he has not been prioritizing his workouts. And then all of a sudden, I think he, I don't know if you just saw a picture of himself or what it was, but uh, he didn't like how he was looking, didn't like how he was feeling. So he went to the gym after not having worked out for months, went to the gym every single day for the past two weeks and immediately gave himself tendonitis in a forearm because he just was overtraining. His body wasn't used to working out that much. So he went from zero to 100. Now, this is something that, um, We've we've worked through together before, um, but just just like with everybody, we we all have different tendencies that we'll fall back into sometimes. Um, and his intentions were in the right place. He didn't like the way he looked or felt, and wanted to go do something about it. Um, instead of taking a slower, more consistent approach, he just went balls to the wall, went zero to one hundred, and injured himself because of that. And now it's going to be out for at least a couple of weeks before he can really pick up a weight with his upper body without causing that tendonitis to really flare up and linger for a lot longer. Um, so, so that's just why we don't want to overcorrect. We don't want to go from one extreme to the next. We want to keep a good, healthy baseline. This is one of the things I've been trying to preach a lot. I don't know necessarily on these, on these calls, but within our check-ins is, is, is people, we, we, we need to raise our baseline of, of what our normal days look like before TLF. If your normal day was 20 or 30 ounces of water, um, you ate two meals a day, both of which were shitty and you got 3000 steps a day in, and you didn't work out that that used to be your normal baseline. But now, even after only being with me for three or four weeks, if your new baseline is 60 ounces of water, at least one or two healthy meals a day, and now you're getting 5,000 steps a day. And, and that's your new healthy, ba that's your new average baseline. You've now just leveled up because now your worst days are that right there. And so that's really what we want to do with this stuff. So, so my buddy that I'm talking about within TLF, again, I won't drop any names. Um, we don't go zero to 100 because what's going to happen is you're going to burn out because now you're thinking, fuck, I got to get to the gym six, seven days a week, which you don't have to. I'd much rather just see you go twice a week for an entire year versus go really intense for two weeks, be injured, and then get busy again with work and fall off for two months and then go really hard again for two weeks. That's just, that's, that's the same thing as crash dieting. The same thing as is doing um, fucking whole 30 for 30 days because you really want to dial it in and then going way back to everything you used to do once that 30 days is up. Uh, we don't want to have a short-term mentality with this stuff. And that's why, you know, when I started this talk about what I did metabolism wise and calorie wise for the past eight months is because everything I did leading up to this trip has resulted in me not gaining 10 pounds on a week long in, 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 in LA. Um, the foodie paradise, 
you know, it's what's allowing me to get right back on track and get right back to where my goals were when I left off. Um, so stop the the severe extreme swings is, is one of the, the big take-homes today. Uh, but anyway, I just yammered for a little bit. Anybody have any questions? Anything we want to address? I did hit record right yet. So like for, yeah, for me, I, I got a small trip coming up. So it's just more or less like I'm actually planning it out. Like I'm taking a lot of the stuff that it, this isn't the first time you've covered a similar topic to this. So I'm very curious to see how this goes for me. Cause like I'm planning on going a little bit relaxed on like Saturday and stuff like that. There's a burger joint up at Des Moines that I was told that I needed to try. So I was going to try to check that out, but most of the time it's like, I'm thinking ahead. I'm like, all right, I'm going to get these protein powders in with me. I'm, I'm going to be back on Sunday. I'm not going to work, worry about working out. I'm going to worry about getting my food for the week yeah. and stuff like that. I was just kind of curious what, um, I mean, did you make like multiple protein powders for one day or did you just do like just a protein powder for a day and then like just kind of watch what you ate throughout the week and throughout the um, trip while you were there and stuff like that? So, so actually, and I, I usually do preach, you know, um, taking protein powder with you in your situation, you're going to be driving. So I would definitely take, if I was driving, I would definitely take protein powder with me. I'd be even more prepared than what I was there. Um, I guess I didn't really cover uh, kind of what you just talked about, you know, you're, you're in one of those situations where you are actively cutting, we are actively trying to lose weight and we don't want to dig ourselves a hole. That's really hard to climb back out of post trip. Um, so there, there's two ways to look at it. Um, if you're okay with that scale going back up a little bit and, you know, solely, I know that you, you, you don't go on a lot of vacations. You, you just went on one to, to Vegas, not too long ago, which was awesome for you. Uh, but you know, if we all work our asses off, in this, in this group. And when you're taking vacation, we don't want to be super stressed over diet and things like that. But when it comes down to, you've got to reflect on what are my biggest goals? What are my biggest priorities? What's going to make me the happiest? If that is staying pretty damn clean while you're on a trip, so you can come back and, and conquer your goals on the, on the timeline that you want to do it on, then do that. If your goal is that, fuck, I haven't been on vacation and just relaxed and not been focused on something for so long, then go and enjoy yourself. Um, you know, same thing with holidays, enjoy those times, but it just comes down to, you got to be really, really real with yourself and think about what is your actual goal with it. Um, now, now in your case, so it sounds like you're going to go have a, a tasty burger. You want to bring some protein, protein powder. Fantastic. I would definitely do that. You know, I, I think you mentioned like a shaker bottle or something like that. I personally have like 40 shaker bottles. Um, that's from working in gyms all my life. And anytime that somebody left a shaker bottle for longer than a week or two, unless it was like a rotten protein powder that was in there, if it was just like water in there, if you left that shit in the gym for longer than a week or two, I'm taking it, especially if I liked it. Um, because they don't work for any gyms like that anymore. But anyway, so I've got a lot of shaker bottles. Point being is that I would take, you know, uh, five or six of those with me, not even filled with powder. I'd probably just be my whole bag of, of, of powder or jug of powder and then make those as needed. I would utilize those for protein shakes in the morning. Um, you know, breakfast is one of the easiest things for me to skip while on vacation. For some people, that's their favorite thing. So whichever meal you care less about, um, you know, have a protein shake in place of that one meal. It's an easy way to save money while on vacation as well. Um, and then I'd also probably do a protein shake uh, before I went to bed. Now, again, like in my current situation, when I went to this trip, I just said, fuck it. Because again, I, I'm so consistent with it. And 
I didn't really want to stress over the food. You know, I'm very, very meticulous while I'm home. And I just said, I'm going to enjoy myself. I'm not going to lose all my progress in a week. I'm not going to lose a ton of muscle in a week. I might've lost a, a touch, but I was still eating a fair amount of calories with it. Um, when I could pick, you know, whenever we ordered food and stuff, I got a shit ton of protein during those meals. Um, but like I said, solely like in your situation or anybody who is, is actively cutting, you do want to be a little bit more mindful of things. You don't want to go super overboard. You want to, um, um, you know, be smart about what you're ordering as well. Like maybe not get the heaviest, most dense calorie rich food possible. Um, you know, enjoy your burger, but then, you know, have a protein shake later on that night have one that morning and you're good to go. So I, I don't know if they answered your question. Hopefully it did. I know I just kind of rambled on you. No, that, that that's pretty much exactly what I was kind of thinking about. It's like for breakfast, I mean, like we just got an Airbnb. It's just going to be up in Des Moines. It's going to be two nights, nothing really major, um, Friday being one of the nights. And then, so I was just pretty much planning, you know, a, um, uh, what's those pancakes called? But they have oatmeal versions of those. Oh, cool. Oh, I got you. I think I know Yeah. Uh, get one of those for the breakfast. I was saying, uh, cause it's going to be a convention. So I really don't want to pay $18 for a, uh, for a hot dog or nothing. So yeah. a rare protein powder for lunch and then dinner be a regular fork and knife for that one Saturday. No, that's, that's, that's a perfect approach to do, man. I like cool. that a lot. And, uh, even with you being, you know, uh, lower calories right now, actively cutting, um, given what you just said, you'll probably probably come in either just shy of what your current calorie count is or right around it. Um, you know, if you're somebody who really does want to be meticulous, maybe not just you just talking in general right now, if mm -hmm. you be somewhat on point, but also be a little bit loose and easy thing to do when you're, when you're traveling, if you do want to track, um, what you're eating to an extent, instead of worrying about the the macros and the balancing the carbs and the fats within what your allotment is supposed to be, just try to focus on calories. Um, okay. You know, so if you if you just focus on calories and if you want to take it at one step further, try to get in a minimum amount of protein. So, you know, um, like for you solely, like 180 grams of protein would be perfect. And then whatever your current calorie count is, if you can get around that, fantastic. But again, you know, in your situation, it's only a couple of days. I like your plan for breakfast. I like your plan for lunch as well. And that gives you by by really being uh, intentional about those two meals, it gives you freedom to just kind of enjoy yourself for dinner. Um, it's when you're, you're eating out multiple times a day and things like that, where it just becomes a little bit more tricky. And if you are eating out multiple times a day and you are actively cutting or wanting to at least maintain while you're on that trip, you know, I, I don't think anybody should look to make a lot of progress during a vacation or during a trip or during a holiday or things like that. But at, at best, we just want to at least tread water or stay close to that baseline as possible. Yeah. Uh, so like in your situation, solely, if you were going out to, to eat three times a day, let's just say. Again, if you can replace, you know, breakfast with a protein shake, fantastic. If not, then we still want to pick healthier choices. Right. One, one thing we should always do, even when we're not on vacation like that, is, you know, get sauces on the side. Like if you're going to get a salad, um, because they're a little bit more mindful, obviously, get the sauce on the side. Because a lot of the time, whatever that sauce is that they're going to put on it, they're going to put a lot on it because it tastes better that way. And number two, <laughs> that, that same sauce is going to be higher calorie, whether it's higher carbs and sugars or higher fat, or whatever the case is. Um, so we get that on the side so we can, you know, use a little bit more uh, conservatively uh, versus liberally with that. Um, you know, pick, I always say, you know, the best thing to do is, is try to pick at least one, if not two of your three meals to be focused on the nutrients. 
focus on protein, focus on, you know, instead of getting potatoes, get veggies or get fruit even. Um, instead of getting, you know, if you're going to get uh, an omelet, maybe because you already know they're going to put some butter on it. And if you don't want to be extra and say, hey, no butter on that or no oil, um, which I don't even do either, then maybe get an egg white omelet instead of a regular omelet. You know, a, a lot of the times we're on vacation as much food is a component of that, of course, but just being in a new place, doing different activities, you know, the experiences that you're doing are what's more valuable than just saying, fuck it, I'm going to eat whatever sounds good. And sometimes it is just the food food side of it, but you just got to go into it with the right expectations um, in terms of what do you really want to get out of this trip and what are you okay with um, dealing with whenever you get back home, I guess is, is kind of what the way you should look at this because you shouldn't really be upset. Like if you enjoyed the shit out of yourself and you said, I don't really care what I weigh when I come back, then yeah, go enjoy yourself. Uh, but again, if that's leading to two extra months of having a cut because of it, which it shouldn't, but it might depending on, on your ability to get back on track right afterwards. Uh, but so, like I said, you know, doing one or two meals based on the nutrients and based on the value and the fuel that it's giving you. And then one meal for enjoyment. It's a good balance to do, you know, uh 60% good for you, 40%, uh, you know, and just for the pure vacation enjoyment factor. Um, you know, same thing with like Memorial day as well. If we'll just look at that holiday, but I mean, you can look at any other holiday as well. Ones that you're spending time with family or friends is, you know, if you know you're going to be having a cookout for for lunch or a big heavy dinner for whatever the, the occasion is, control the other meals leading up to that. Usually those meals are going to be taking place midday or later on in the day. So wake up and start your day with just lean protein or maybe even fast until those times. I'm a bigger component of eating protein kind of throughout the day because it's going to be more satiating before you go to the event. Maybe have a protein shake or maybe you just eat uh, you know, a bunch of chicken or whatever the case is. So you can get in this more satiating food that's giving you your protein requirements for the day. And it's going to keep you more full. So when you go to this event, if you're loaded up on protein ahead of time or protein and veggies, then you are less likely to go overindulge at whatever the event is that you're going to be doing. Um, so again, there's so many different ways to, to skin a cat with this, if you will. Um, and I think it's important that you guys all try any different things I've mentioned and even anything that you might come up with yourself. Um, but it's this whole thing about lifestyles is trial and error and we're not trying to be perfect. We're just trying to make progress with it. Um, and like I said, no matter what, even if you go in with the best intentions, the best plan. So if you go in there with your protein shakes and your oatmeal and whatnot, and you know, you give in to, to other choices, what's most important is, is giving yourself grace for it afterwards you know, not being caught up on it and just get back to work. Once you, once you have the ability to, you know, on, on Sunday or Monday, like you said, you might be skipping the gym on Sunday. Fantastic. You're skipping that. So you can go meal prep and get grocery shopped, which is what I would highly recommend you do as well. So definitely not a bad thing. Anybody else? Questions, thoughts, struggles, issues, questions pertaining to something else besides what I'm talking about. All right, y'all. Well, no need to force anything else out of you guys. I appreciate you guys all being here. That's all I had for you today. Um, if any one of you had not heard back from me, I had uh, uh, quite a bit of check-ins. I think I had more check-ins when I was going out of town than I do on a week where I'm in town. So that was kind of funny. But so I try to get back as many people as I could. If any one of you have not heard back from me yet. I apologize if you're listening to this on Monday, you will have heard from me by then um, next week. Um, also yesterday, I realized I didn't, I never 
since we didn't have a Zoom call last week, I forgot to upload um, the podcast for uh, last week. Um, I had pre-recordings from all the Zoom calls we were doing prior to me actually making it into Thrive Lives podcast. Um, so I did release an episode, I think, yes, yesterday or today. I can't remember. It's all spatially. It's all coming together. Um, anyway, though, so there is a new episode. out. I think it was actually the same topic that I just chose to talk about. So we're going to have back-to-back episodes talking about the same shit, but I'm a little bit older than the last time I did it. So maybe I had different insights to share with you on that one. But anyway, guys, I appreciate y'all being here. Check in tomorrow. I think that's all I got for you guys. Have a great Wednesday evening.